And so we move on now to Stage Fright. Stage Fright is a writing competition. We ask people from anywhere and everywhere to submit their short horror radio play scripts. We whittle them down to three. The three will be seen perform live right now. Produced by the Wireless Theatre Company, which is a wonderful company that produces online audio drama. Lots of different things you can find on their website, wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk. Huge selection. Do check them out. All for just 99p each. The competition tonight, this year, is judged by Seth Patrick, the wonderful acclaimed horror author. <laughs> author of the novel The Reviver, which is very, a very good read. It's a wonderful, really cracking book. And the film rights you might have seen in the programme have been snapped up by legendary pictures already, so I can't wait to see the film version as well. And so the time has come. You're going to see three short horror radio plays perform live with live foleys, you can see. I'll be introducing each of them in turn. So here we go. We are ready to begin. So please welcome to the stage your cast for Stage Fright as they perform the first play of the evening, Special Delivery by Elizabeth Adlington. Yes. I'm really sorry. The meeting overran and... Do you know um, how many times you've been late already this month? It's the new office. They're all just... Eleven times. There we are. Good dog. You still love me, don't you, buddy? Eh? (laughs) That's right, yes. I'm tired. I just want a kiss and a cup of tea, don't I, lad? Good boy. Give me a kiss. Too much tongue. Now, now, now. Go and make me some tea. Go on, boy. Go and make me some tea. Very funny. Ah! What's this big box doing in the hall? You tell me. It arrived this morning, addressed to you. To the master of the house? Is this a joke? Or have you been internet shopping again? Not guilty. It's well sealed. Oh. a teddy bear. With those horrible red eyes and sharp claws. Oh, it's fur. It's like wire wool. It's all mangled and deformed. It looks like it's been in a car accident. And it must be, what, three foot tall? Man size. Seriously creepy. It's glaring at me. Is there a note? Uh, let's see. No. No, no, no return address, nothing. Look, you can press his tummy. Take me to the bottom of the deep blue sea. Does he say anything else? Take me to the bottom of the deep blue sea. Nope. I'm going to call him Victor. You're going to throw him out. Shush, 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 boy. Basket. Go on. Pass it over. Not if you're going to be nasty about him. We're not keeping it. Give it here. Make me. Oh, really? Oi! 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 Oi!
no, 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 tickling is cheating. Hello? Hi, Alice. Um, it's Jess. How are you? Hi. Are you okay? You sound a bit funny. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I've got a favour to ask. Okay. Could you look after Buddy? Of course. Me and Jack love having him. Where are you going? We're not going on holiday. Chris is a bit stressed at the moment, and I think he could do with a break from Buddy. A break from Buddy? My brother loves that Labrador more than me. I just think it's safer if you have him for a couple of weeks. Safer? What did the dog do? Jess? God, it all sounds so stupid. Buddy attacked Chris's teddy bear. <laughs> Chris's teddy bear? <laughs> this horrible red-eyed teddy thing came in the post and Chris loves it for some reason and Buddy took a dislike to it and Chris caught him biting it and then Chris went completely mad and took his belt off and was... I had to pull him away. Now Chris wants to get rid of Buddy completely and I'm scared to leave them alone in case he... Look, please, will you just look after him? Bloody hell, Jess. I know. He's been working really hard setting up the new office and he's, he's not sleeping. Last night I woke up at around three and he was in the bathroom listening to Victor. What? Take me to the bottom of the deep blue sea. That's what the bear says when you press its tummy. Jess... It sounds like he needs to see a doctor. I'm going to talk to him about it. Hang on. Sorry, there's someone at the door. Go ahead. Hello. Delivery. What's this? To the master of the house? Never heard my husband called that before. Well, it takes all sorts. <laughs> Do I need to sign? No, no. Okay. Thanks. Yes. What are you doing home? Thought you had a class. The kids got sent home because of the snow. Why aren't you in work? I took the day off. That's great. But why didn't you tell me? Spur of the moment decision. Okay. Where are you going? I'll come with you. Sandy Bay. You're going to the beach? It's snowing and you hate the beach. Don't come then. It's fine. I, I want to come. It's just... What's in the bag? No, don't. Is it that bear? I'm sick of telling you his name's Victor. Chris, I think you need to see a doctor. He warned me about you. What? Okay, let's go inside and talk about this. We'll take Victor with us. Take me to the bottom of the deep blue sea. Don't touch him! Ow! Chris, get off me, that hurts. Get no. away from the car. Ow, get off! What are you doing, Chris? Chris! Chris, get, get away. off me! Leave us alone! Leave us alone! <laughs> 
It's your mum. Just wondering if your dad's with you. He absolutely loved that. What was it? A bear you sent him? <laughs> Master of the house, indeed. I don't get the attraction. But he spent hours messing around with it last night. He's even given it a name. <laughs> Victor. <laughs> anyway, if you do see him, tell him to phone me so I know what to do about dinner. Jess, it's Alice. Jack's got a revolting bear thing in the post. Sounds like the one you said Chris had. Did you send it? Give me a ring when you get a chance. Shit. Shit, Jim. Come on, come on. Shit. Come on. Hello? Alice, it's me. Where's Jack? I don't know. Why? Is his car gone? Um... Yeah, it has, actually. What's wrong? Turn on the news. Warn of long traffic jams heading for the coast. It is unconfirmed whether this is a protest, flash mob, or even a publicity stunt. But all the men who've gone into the sea are fully clothed and carry what look like large teddy bears. <laughs> Coast guards warn that conditions are perilous. The sea is extremely cold, and entering it is very dangerous. Anyone who participates is risking their life. I'll ring you back. Hello? Mistress of the house? What? Got a package for you. That was special delivery by Elizabeth Adlington. Next up, we have Tears from the Pillow by Gabrielle Wright. That's the second time I've had to turn it down. Now that common little bitch from number 32 will get her claws in, and any hope I had of raising the standard will just go out the window. It won't be a community play. It'll be a farce. And not intentionally. There. That's better. How would I know? Not that you'd know. Don't know why I bother, really. Oh, don't tell me I've forgotten the book. Oh, please tell me you've forgotten the book. I just find it very difficult sometimes. I mean, I've given up my whole life for you. Hardly. I know it's not your fault. But what about me? What life do I have? Oh, here it is. Oh, Christ. Now, where were we? Ah, yes. Chapter 12. Anne and Henrietta, finding themselves the earliest of the party the next morning, agreed to stroll down to the sea. Knock, knock. Hello, Dad. Hello, sweetheart. Thank God you're here. Fucking Jane Austen. You're not still torturing him with Jane Austen, are you? <laughs> I'm trying to educate him, Beth. The man never reads. I thought you two were coming this evening. We were. But I've got some news. Hi, Dad. He's only supposed to have two visitors at a time. It won't be long. You could always leave. Oh, don't start, Charlotte. Where are the children? At home with Matt. Oh. 
problem. Well, I only meant... You're going to have to get used to Matt sooner or later. Which brings me to my news. Daddy, I'm getting married! Again? What's that supposed to mean? Oh, God, here we go. But you've only just got divorced. Not only just. It was over three months ago. They have been separated for over a year now, Layla. Exactly. And what's wrong with second marriages anyway? Look at you and Dad. I don't have a problem with it, dear. It just seems to be happening very quickly, that's all. Do the children know? We're telling them tonight. But I wanted to tell my dad first. Well, I'm sure he's delighted for you. We both are. You might want to tell your face that. Charlotte! Come on, let's go. Look, I really am happy for you, darling. I didn't mean to upset you. We know. It's okay. Oh, Bethy. Always the peacemaker. You know me. I'm just a bit old-fashioned, that's all. Then surely getting married again is the right thing to do? Of course it is. Look, why don't you all come over for lunch on Sunday and we'll celebrate properly? Without Dad? Well, what am I supposed to do about that? It's a really lovely idea. Of course we'll come. And bring Matthew, of course. Yes, Layla, of course. How about some Dennis Lehane? Or Stephen King, even? <laughs> Fat chance. Pardon? Try Dad with something more exciting. Jane Austen, it's never going to be his bag. Bye, Dad. See you later. What does she bloody know? Why are they always trying to tell me about my husband? Well, perhaps because I'm their dad. <laughs> they always think they know you better. Don't seven years count for anything around here? Prison sentence? And that Charlotte... Your stepdaughter? She's always so rude, so defensive. As if a second marriage at her age is something to be proud of. I was only being cautious. Sensible. Someone has to be. Honestly, Bill, I really wish you could say something and back me up here. Oh, I'm sorry. How, how inconvenient of me. I know this isn't your fault. Yeah, so you keep saying. But these are your daughters, not mine. Charlotte makes that clear at every given opportunity. She always has done. But you're my wife. But I'm your wife. Doesn't that mean anything to her? I've had enough of today. I really have. I'm going home. I'll be back tomorrow. Just like always. Why does it always end up being my fault? I wish I knew the time. The nurses just did their rounds. Must be visiting soon. Which means more Jane bloody Austin. And more bitching. Your bloody kids! Oh, Jesus, not even a hello today? I just got a text from Charlotte and she cancelled our lunch plans for tomorrow. A text! Not even a phone call. Some rubbish about one of the kids. Chicken pox, she thinks. Oh, no. Which one? Chicken pox my ass. Oh, come on. She's doing it deliberately because she has no interest in maintaining a relationship with me. Well, a bit of an extreme measure to make that up. I'm sick of this. I'm sure you're doing it on purpose. What? You never backed me up even before the accident. 
I bet you're not even paralysed, are you? Oh, Leila, for God's sake. You're just avoiding things as always. Come on, Bill, you can feel this, can't you? How? Now, how about this? Leila, what are you doing? Stop hiding, you selfish man. I know you can feel this. What about this? Look, no, I can't. Come on, react. Stop it For Christ's sake, woman. Leila, my God, what are you doing? Oh, oh, Beth, I'm sorry. Why are you hitting my dad? What's wrong with you? I'm so sorry. I I thought maybe I could provoke some sort of reaction from him. He's paralysed. He can't feel a thing. He can't even tell you to stop. I know. I know. I'm so frustrated, that's all. That's not Dad's fault. Of course not. I don't know what came over me. There's no excuse. I'm, I'm just finding it all so hard. I miss him. I know. We all do. But you can't take it out on him. However bad we feel, at least we can walk out of here. We can talk and communicate and have a break from this room. Dad, well, he's trapped. You're right. Oh, Dad, what kind of life is this for him? None at all. You're absolutely right. You're so right. So they're all quarantined. Poor Charlotte. They're driving her up the wall. She keeps catching them, rubbing each other's backs, trying to scratch all their spots. (laughs) Little buggers. Anyway, she'll be here as soon as it's safe. She misses you. The kids do, too. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, They did these pictures for you. (laughs) Can you see all their spots? (laughs) That's great. They've drawn the dog spotty, too, look. (laughs) So they have. How funny. Look, Dad. About yesterday. It was so awful seeing that. I think Layla's under a lot of strain. I know, love. She'd never hurt you normally. No, she wouldn't. So I'm not going to say anything to Charlotte. Good idea. Because that's the last thing we need. Absolutely. But I want you to know I'm here for you. And I'm never going to give up hope. Me neither. It must be horrendous for you. (sighs) I don't even know if you can hear us. But if you can... Please know that we love you so much, and we will not give up on you. I love you too, darling girl. All of you. Oh, Beth, I didn't realise. Hello. Hi. Look, I think I should apologise for my behaviour yesterday. It's okay, there's no need. Oh, really? Yeah, I get it. This is hard on all of us, I know. Yes, it is. But we mustn't give up, okay? No, of course. Right. I'll leave you to it. Bye, Dad. Bye, darling. Goodbye, dear. Oh, leave my bloody pillows alone, woman. I can't feel them. There's no point. 
You're quiet. I've been thinking. Uh-oh. Beth really struck a chord with me yesterday, and now I can't stop thinking about what she said. She's right, you know. This is no life for you. It's no life for any of us, but like Beth said, at least we can walk away. But you can't. No, I, I can't. And I wonder how I would feel in your position. Like me. I mean, I, I don't even know if you can hear us or see us. I know your eyes are open, but do you actually really see us? Of course I do. And so I've been trying to imagine how that would feel. Being able to move, not feeling anything, not eating, or being able to hold a book or talk or laugh. All right, all, all right. You, you don't need to tell me how this feels. We can't even talk, you and me, together. You can't tell me what you're feeling or thinking, what you want, if you want to go on. What? But I think I know. What do you think you know? I think I know you so well, more than those kids of yours even realise. And I'm sure, I'm positive, in fact, that this is not what you want. Of course it isn't, but that doesn't mean that There's I... no telling if you will ever get anything back. Any movement, any speech. The doctors just don't know. They won't commit themselves either way. They just tell me that we have to be patient. But it's been almost three months, Bill. Has it really? And you're no better now than when you first came round, so I can't see how this is ever going to change. Who would want to live like this? Well, no one, but there's still hope. I think we have to be strong. About what? We have to be brave and make that decision for you. What? bloody decision. Of course I say we, but we both know that this has got to come down to me. This has to be my decision. Because you can't tell me, can you, Bill? What are you talking about? You can't tell me whether you want to carry on like this or if you want me to help you. Or can you? Help me. What, what do you mean? Help me to die? Jesus, is, is that what you're saying? Bill. Bill, I'm asking you to give me a sign. Blink at me. Let me know through your eyes. I am. I am, Layla. I do not want to die. Look at me. Look at me. I think I know what you're trying to tell me. I know what it is I have to do. And I will, Bill. I will help you to go. No, that's not what I want. It's going to take some planning. I have to think carefully. It must look like natural causes. The girls will never agree to this. Oh, God, Layla, no! But I will do it for you, my darling, because I know that's what you need from me. You need me to be strong. No, you're wrong. Please! I'm going to go now and make plans. And soon this will be all over. You'll be free. Oh, God, no. Please, God. Oh, help me. 
Help me. She's had a few nights to think about it. She, she must have changed her mind. She can't really want to go through with this. I, I still have my girls and, and the grandkids. Even her. I have plenty to live for. She, she must know that. How, how could she not know that? Hi, Dad. It's me. Oh, Beth, thank God. I'm not stopping long. I'm on my way to the high street. Layla's here anyway. I just saw her in the car park. Oh, shit. I just wanted to let you know that Charlotte should be in tomorrow. The kids' blisters have finally burst. Or something. <laughs> I know, it's gross, but it means that they're not contagious anymore. Oh, God, I might, I might not be here tomorrow. So that'll give you something to look forward to. She said she'll bring the kids in next week. Give it a bit longer. They're desperate to see you and show off their scars, bless them. Oh, Beth, Beth. Please, look at me. Look at me. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Oh, hello, Beth. Okay. I'll be off then. Beth. Beth, no. Don't go. Please. Please don't go. Bye, Daddy. See you tomorrow with Charlotte. Beth, don't leave me. Bye, love. See you later. There. Are you ready, my darling? Let me sort those pillows for you. No. No, Layla, please. I, I don't want to die. I, I don't want to die. I don't want to... That was Tears from the Pillow by Gabrielle Wright. And our final entry in the 2014 stage fright competition is Forever Amber by Pete Barrett. Good morning. Good morning. Excuse me. What? What? Oh, you startled me. Young Miss creeping up on me like that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to startle you. You must be young Miss Amber, what's come to work for the master as his secretary. Yes, that's right. Is that Lord Wensleydale up there at the window? Aye. That be him, young Master Clayton. He's a hard man, but fair. You know, he shot my dog last week. <laughs> but it was his own fault. He should never have been on that lawn. Does he always stand and stare like that? Only for these last few months. It were different before then. I remember when this house were full of gaiety and laughter... Don't they have parties anymore? Not anymore, miss. That house ain't seen a party for a year gone. It ain't been the same since Miss Jessica died. Who was Miss Jessica? 
his fiancée. The light of his life she were. What happened to Miss Jessica? He shot her. <gasps> Goodness! Did she go on the lawn too? Oh! No, 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 no. It were an accident. She were wandering through the long grass on her own. He mistook her for a deer. Lovely shot it was, mine. Got her right between the eyes. How awful. He must have felt terrible. Ah, he did that. He's never forgive himself. But why does he stand and stare at the picture like that? It's so creepy. Ah. Well, you see, the woman in that picture, that's her. Miss Jessica. Of course, there's worse upstairs. What do you mean? Oh, nothing. Nothing, nothing. I should never have come here. I've made a terrible mistake. No, 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 miss. It's no good thinking like that. And don't you take no notice of what he says, my dear. He don't mean no harm, even if he is a complete bastard. <laughs> he, he don't mean it to be. It's just his way. You, you just get yourself up to that house now, my dear, and don't you worry about a thing. What's the matter with you, woman? Have you got some sort of disease? No, I just didn't want to startle you. I don't like weak women. She never had a day's illness. Strong as an ox, she was. My name's Amber. Is it? Amber Vertigris. How splendid for you. I came in. The door was open. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? God, woman. Unless you have the ability to walk through woodwork... I'm your secretary. No, you're not. My secretary's an old woman. She's worked for me for 30 years. She's called Winnie or something like that. She's retired. I'm your new secretary. The agency sent me. No one ever tells me anything. You're rather plain, aren't you? I specifically asked the agency for someone pretty. Does it matter what I look like if I'm just to be your secretary? Anyway, I have been told I'm rather attractive. Really? I find that hard to believe. No. Many people have complimented me. Yes, well, that's not surprising. The world is full of lunatics these days. You're rather... You're rather fat, too, aren't you? No, I'm not. Still, it doesn't matter to me what you look like. It wouldn't interest me if you looked like a baboon. I don't care what anybody looks like anymore. If that was the case, why did you ask the agency for someone pretty? Who knows? To let a shaft of light into this dark place, I suppose. You think my life's easy, don't you? No. Just because I've got millions of pounds and I'm ridiculously handsome? Just because a person is virtually perfect doesn't necessarily make them happy, you know? Sometimes I wish I was dull and plain and ordinary, like you. 
I don't think I'm dull. Sometimes I wish I lived in some hovel in Hartlepool with whippets and pigeons, with just a fat, ugly woman servant to do the cooking. I think you'd find that'd be your wife. Really? My wife? I've never understood the working classes. Why do they bother? To what? Exist. You don't seem to be very happy, Lord Wensleydale. How perceptive of you. Yes, it's true. I've never been particularly happy. Uh, th the truth is, everything I've ever cared for has been taken away from me. All that's left is this great empty house and money. What good is a hundred million to anyone? I should give it all away. I could have it. No, 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 no. You just waste it on whippies. You can't help it, of course. You're a woman. You'll feel better one day. You're just mourning for the loss. It'll pass. Believe me, I know. Is she ready yet? Not now, Ruttox. I've barely started. Ready? What does he mean, ready? Nothing. It's not important. Just get out, Ruttox. Can't you see we're busy? Yeah, it'll be different when he wants something. I don't know till that be young. Anyway, <laughs> that's enough about me. Tell me about yourself. I... Not that I'm interested, I'm just being polite. I... Your, your office is over there. I expect you here every day at nine, not a minute later, if you value your job. Mrs. Hag will explain your duties. Now, I will bid you a good day. I would say it was nice meeting you, but I can't bear exaggeration. Start on Monday. Lord Wensleydale, you startled me. What's this supposed to be? It's your letter to the solicitor. Poppycock! Look at it. It's a complete shambles. But I... I thought you knew how to type. There weren't many mistakes. Is this the best you can do? But... but... A two-year-old could do better. But... but... Oh, stop sputtering, woman. You sound like a moped. But... You think I'm being unfair, don't you? You think I'm being cruel. Well, just a little bit. You must try to forgive my abrupt ways. I, uh, I don't mean to be like this. It's just when I see a woman, an attractive woman, the bitterness just seems to swell up and overwhelm me. You said attractive. Nonsense. I do understand, you know. No, you don't. How could you? You know, when I was a child, I, I only had one friend. My dog, Orca. You had your parents? Never saw them. Never? Oh, I glimpsed my father once in the West Wing, but he hid when he saw me coming. My mother used to spend all day in her bedroom with a West Indian fellow called Montgomery. <laughs> she was never a well woman. You could hear her moans all over the house. Poor woman. Poor you. No, it was just me and Porco against the world. We were never apart. We played all day, all over the house, the fields, down by the river. And then it happened. What? The same thing that always happens to everything I love. Porco died. Oh, no. How cruel. 
How did it happen? I can hardly speak of it. My cousin Paul doctored his food with gunpowder. I don't know why, just his idea of fun, I suppose. He is from Billowicki. <laughs> One minute Porker was laying in front of the fire with the next thing, bang, he went off like a firework. One moment, lying on the half, poor old boy, the next thing, flying across the room, straight out of the window. Did you miss him? Yes, I'm afraid so. He was moving so fast. No, I mean, did you miss him when he was gone? Oh, I see. Oh, of course I missed him. But then, in a funny kind of way, he's still here with me. You see, I called Higgins. Who's Higgins? He's the family doctor. He's been with us for years. But you said Porker was dead. He was. I didn't want Higgins to make him better. I wanted him to bring him back. You see, as well as being a doctor, Higgins is an expert taxidermist. He finds stuffing animals helps him to relax. Yes, I imagine it would. Eventually, we found all the pieces. He, he did a wonderful job. You, you see, Porker... Well, you... You see Porker standing there in the bedroom and you almost expect him to bark. Of course, it's not the real thing. I mean, where's the fun in tossing a stick and fetching it yourself? Still, that's the story of my life, isn't it? Wealth, loneliness, disappointment. But what about Jessica? Don't you ever mention that name. I never want to hear it again. Do you understand me? Never! I'm sorry. Jessica! Oh, Jessica! She was everything a man could wish for. Beautiful, slim, obedient, slightly dense. <laughs> Not hard like women are these days. I loved Jessica. More than Porker? Yes, even more than Porker. But I knew it couldn't last. How did she die? She threw herself out of the West Tower. <gasps> Suicide? No, no, no. She was bungee jumping. I, uh, I told her that our washing line wasn't strong enough. But she was impetuous. I knew all along she'd be taken from me one way or the other. I thought Ruttock said you shot her in the woods. Did he? Uh, oh, yes. I'm getting her mixed up with Pamela. There have been so many... So many? So many tears, I mean. So many tears. Uh, anyway, with uh, Jessica gone, I knew I had to pick up that telephone and call Higgins. You don't mean... I do. But you couldn't. I did. I had to. It's horrible. What choice did I have? But it's wrong. It's immoral. It's unhygienic. Perhaps it was, but don't you see... I couldn't let them take her away. I needed her here with me in the bedroom. Next to Porker. <laughs> and Pamela. <laughs> Stuff. But Ruttock said there was a funeral. You put flowers on her grave. There was a grave, but her body wasn't in it. I weighted the coffin with my mother's collection of unusual Japanese wickerwork armadillos. 
There's not much call for them since the war. <laughs> Still, enough of all that. I'm sorry about the letter. It was a perfectly good letter. I, I apologize for my bad manners. It's just the pain of loss. It drives us all mad in the end. It really doesn't matter about the letter. Good. Now I must get on. There's some nice furry animals in the lower field and I'm going to kill them. Will you excuse me? You want me to order some more sawdust? S sawdust? Uh, what on earth are you talking about, Wattox? <laughs> the man's mad. The sawdust for the stuffing. You'll need another sack if she gets much fatter. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Not yet. I'll tell you in good time. Well, I can't keep coming in and out of here at my age. Them bags of sawdust don't carry themselves, you know. And what with my hernia and everything. Oh, look. The blossom on the trees is out. Can it really have been six months already since I arrived? Six months to the day. Oh, Lord Wensleydale... I didn't know you were in here. I've noticed you talk to yourself sometimes. There's no history of mental illness in your family, is there? No. It's just being here stuck on my own all day. Good. Good. Then you must call me Clayton. You know, I, I don't know what I should have done without you here to talk to these last few months. It's all so sad. Your life. When I first came here, I must admit, I was feeling rather sorry for myself... But now you've told me all these things that have happened to you, I've realized I haven't known real unhappiness at all. I can talk to you. You don't keep interrupting like other women. All they seem to think about is themselves. I... Well, that's enough about you. No, no. <laughs> don't say anything. You know, when the light catches your face like that, you're not as ugly as I thought. In fact... You're really quite beautiful. And you're not hugely fat, either. Well, no more than a stone overweight at most. Amber? Clayton? Would you object if I kissed you? Oh, Lord Wensleydale. Clayton, you mustn't. I'm afraid I must. Oh, 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 oh please, please, it's too soon. I'm not ready for this. Something about you. Oh. Something different. I, I feel safe with you. I, oh. I can talk to you. You're not a complete idiot like most of the women I've known. I find that attractive in a woman. I feel as if I've known you all my life. Oh, you mustn't say these things. I'm just your secretary. We barely know each other. You know that's not true. We do know each other. We know each other perfectly. Oh, what is it about you? What is it about your face? Oh, Clayton, I think I'm going to faint. Faint? You haven't got a disability, have you? Nothing hereditary, is it? No, no, it's just all this. It's too much. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. My life hasn't been like yours. But I have known unhappiness. His name was Frank. He came from Halifax. We had a wonderful summer together. But then, he had to go back to the trenches. Ah, yes, the Great War. No, no, he used to dig trenches. He hated it. I remember the day I waved him goodbye. 
Yes, yes, yes. Well, never mind about that. That's in the past. We have to think about us. About what happens to us now. I think we might have a future together. Every time you speak, my heart beats so... It feels like it's going to burst out of my chest. I can't see anything moving. It's, it's not an illness, Clayton. It's you. I'm falling in love with you. But I'm cold, arrogant, distant. I don't believe I'm capable of love anymore. I could teach you. I could help you forget. No. No. I'll never forget her. Uh, what was her name again? Jessica. Jessica, that's the one. I'll never forget Jessica. You don't have to. She's here, remember? Upstairs. And so is Porker. And Pamela. We can all be together. And the others. Others? What others? This is... This is so wonderful. It's a miracle. We must have a party. Yes, a party. We'll open the house. Uh, pull off the dust sheets. We'll fill the place with people and dancing and laughter and champagne. Angela! It's Amber. It doesn't matter whatever your name is. I love you. I love you in a way that no one has ever been loved before. But this is so sudden. I can hardly believe this is happening. I'm not a virgin, you know, but I'm prepared to learn. Wait. What's the matter? I just thought of something. Something terrible. What? What is it? I can't love you, Angela. Amber. Amber. Not now. Not ever. Why not? Because they'll take you away. They always do. You'll die just like all the other things I've ever loved. Born from my arms and dragged into the darkness. I am cursed. Don't be silly, darling. That's just superstition. Nothing's going to take me away. We're going to be together forever. Look, I know I'm silly. I know I'm being a fool, but just in case, just in case something should happen, would you mind terribly if Higgins came wound just to make a few measurements? He could do both of us, darling. And then whatever happens, we really will be together forever. How clever you are, darling. Clever and beautiful. Now I must get on. There's so much to arrange. The church, the wedding, the sawdust. Clayton. Yes? There's just one thing. What? What is it, my dear? I'd do anything for you. The picture. What picture? That picture of Jessica. Oh, that old thing. I'll get rid of it. And go to auction. Uh, I can't see what I saw it in the first place. Uh, Waterks, Waterks, come here. Yeah, of course, when he wants something, it's something different. Uh, Waterks, I want you to take this picture and... he never wants to see it again. I know, I know. I thought he was never going to get round to it this time. You can uh, put it in the old barn behind... Yeah, the... behind the Bentley. I knows, I knows. I'm not daft. I'll get the ladder. Should have brought it with me in the first place. You've got one of her yet? You mean, paint a picture of Amber and hang it up there? Oh, what a splendid idea, Wattucks. We'll do it. I'll commission a portway tomorrow. Yeah, I can't be up and down all with all these portraits at my age. He wants to stop having all these women. Do you know, darling, it's almost as if Ruttucks knew all this was going to happen. Isn't that uncanny? 
This whole day is uncanny sweetness. Uncanny and beautiful. Come on, darling. I'll show you around the house. I've got this superb oak stand. It would be just perfect for you. I only hope you don't twip over and fall on the stairs. They can be very slippery when Wattox has just washed them. Oh, yes, yes, Clayton. Everything is perfect now. We'll be together forever, my love. Not even death shall part us. That was Forever Amber by Pete Barrett. A big round of applause for our stage fright actors. <laughs> Kerry Gifford, Sarah Whitehouse, Fizz Marcus, Greg Page, and Ben Whitehead. Also to the wonderful tech team, Gareth Brown and Malcolm Thorpe. <laughs>